From the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Atlantic City Fantasy Sports Podcast. To participate, tweet us at AC Fantasy Sports or send us an email at info at acfantasysports.com. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to week 13 of the Atlantic City Fantasy Sports Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you for another week of NFL action. Time to dive right into a look at the Odds over unders and fantasy plays for week 13 of NFL games from the sports betting capital of the free world, Atlantic City, New Jersey, home to the only billion dollar sports betting month ever. Uh, Nick, we got a lot to get to on a Thursday as we hope to get this out to you before these games actually launch. Let's start right with the Thursday night game, Dallas Cowboys coming off back to back. Thursdays are coming. Yeah, they're coming second, in full rested. Full rest. Well, they're, so the they're second stuff. Thursday game in as many weeks. Yeah. Same, 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 the same, same thing. Situation. Same position, right. uh, which is fair. They played the Bills last week and Cowboys, obviously, on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, interesting game tonight. This game being at the Caesars Superdome. Shout out, Caesars. Uh, what, what are your thoughts here in terms of uh, what this looks like? Taysom Hill getting the start. So from a fantasy standpoint, right away, intrigue being added to the mix. Yeah, so I've laid off of this game all week just not knowing the status of players. Uh, so now I, see, I guess Cooper is coming back to play, which is obviously good for Dallas. This number, when I first saw it, was at like four and a half, and I was pondering which side I liked at four and a half. Now it's up to six and a half. I will tell you, if this goes to seven, I am taking the Saints. I, the coaching matchup. And I've been on the other side of this, where it is Mike McCarthy versus Sean Payton is so great. And, and what I'll tell you is Payton owns McCarthy. Yeah. So getting a touchdown at home, I, I know I don't have Kamara. We haven't had Kamara for weeks. And I think the public is so out on the Saints that there's a chance we might get there. So I'm just kind of hanging tight, hoping I get that seven. Grabbing that seven. If I don't get the seven, what will I end up doing? I don't know. I, I played the Cowboys under last week and lost. I, I like taking unders in the Saint in Saints games. I just find them to be a great under team. But I don't know. Forty six. Yeah. Over I guess under forty six straight across here. I I, I do feel maybe? a very 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 tight play to the over under. In other words, I'm feeling one or two points either way of that. 
I don't think it's going to be a big. Uh, well, you like those first half unders. Do you think that applies here? No, I don't. I actually kind of feel like the Saints might get off to a really hot start here. I think they're going to be juiced up. It's a home game. It's a Thursday night. You got Taysom Hill coming back to to your. You know, it's a good point. I might just take the Saints even at six and a half. Just take the Saints. I, I really like the Saints here. I just think the public is so done with them. You're probably getting inflated. The numbers should probably be four and a half anyway, and we're getting six and a half. Yeah. If not seven, so. I I think they have every chance to upset the Cowboys. I know they're not playing for as much, and I know they haven't had a very productive season but Taysom Hill don't tell him that he just signed a huge contract extension that predominantly uh, rewards him if he's a quarterback so he has to show up and and show them that they don't need to draft a guy in the first round next year and the Cowboys have been what I would say flat bad three out of the last four weeks so whatever the reasons are mediocre at best right you'd have to say that so all right let's move on to Tampa Bay and Atlanta Nick nobody owns the Atlanta Falcons like Tom Brady owns the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, I don't know. You know I remember the a game, and then the problem is every time they play, and then they got to relive the 28-3, oh. and then they did. But listen, this is an 11-point spread. It's a 50-and-a-half point over-under. It's a cra- Those are crazy numbers, Nick. Those are crazy, crazy numbers. So what that points to me is that Tom Brady is about to lay a beatdown on the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I'm on the other side here. And you don't like I that. I love me the Falcons. Love 11, the Falcons. I've seen 11, 11 and a half. I, I We've done this before. 11. We've done this before, this Brady beatdown. You're not expecting it. Now, look, the game oh, is yeah, in Atlanta. It could, listen, it could have happened. The game's it could in Atlanta. Happen, but could I also see... He there is a re- okay. I don't know what it is, yeah, but there is a very, very, there very special reason Tom Brady hates Atlanta. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the city is. It because did to the owner them. came down on the sideline and started celebrating that he won the Super Bowl in the third quarter. <laughs> is that why? Is that possible? It's possible. It's possible. But all I could tell you is he. But but that's this has gone on his whole career. He hates Atlanta. Like when he goes to play Atlanta, it's bad news for Atlanta. Oh, okay. I, so. I mean, it's listen. It's an eleven-point spread. That is somewhere in the range of the best team in the NFL, Versus which is the worst. Team. I'm okay with that, and not the worst team. The worst. There, the there's worst four teams. teams that are the worst teams: Jets, Detroit, Jacksonville, and who am I missing? Um, there's one more in that. Dolphins. No, no, Texans. Texans. Yes. Those four are garbage. So you're looking at seventeen spreads with right. those guys, right? Yes. Now you're you're coming into this Giants, Dolphins, Falcons, just teams that are below average, right? Very below average. Eleven is too much. Okay. I, I just, At home. You know, it was a couple of weeks ago the Falcons were four and four, right? So it's just it's just too many points. And, and, well, and now I think that it's too many points is fifty and a half. That's what I think is too many points. And I think they're going to bank, bank on the fact that this game is going to be so out of hand. I think Atlanta is so much better with Corderell Patterson. And Kyle Pitts on the field because you can't yeah, just true. line up against one of them. You need two weapons. You know they're going to use him at defense this week. He's listed as their reserve free safety, cool. Corderell Patterson. Uh, they they got to stop. That's, he he is on their depth chart right now as if their he, backup free safety. If he plays one snap on defense, it's the dumbest move in the history. Of the, the, the guy's the most explosive player on their offense. By far. You're going to risk him in, in, playing D-back? All right. I'm done. <laughs> Tell me that. I'm, t- I'm t- on Let's move on to Arizona, Chicago, in Chicago. The return of Kyler Murray, potentially. Um, you know, really interesting game here from a fantasy standpoint because you're kind of hoping 
uh, Connors keeps riding, and you're just wondering what you're going to get out of your all-star quarterback. Uh, but how does this look from an Atlantic City betting standpoint for you, Nick? Well, I really like the Cardinals here. I think the Bears are bad, and I don't think people realize how bad they are yet. Um, I, I'd go so far as saying I lay the seven and a half. I don't like to lay seven and a half. I'd rather wait around and see if a seven comes because if it goes to eight, I won't be as upset as if I didn't get the seven. But I will put this as the first leg of my teaser. Teaser take, of the week. I'll take the Cardinals down to minus one and a half, and I love it. Cardinals roll bears. I don't care who the quarterback is. Give me Colt McCoy. agree. Uh, let's go to the Chargers and the Bengals. Interesting game for a number of reasons. One, I'm just fascinated by the matchup. I think it's an excellent chance you might even see this uh, as playoff matchup. But it's also two stud young AFC quarterbacks who are kind of the mantle bearers, I think, of the division uh, of the entire league uh, in terms of the up-and-comers. Of Don't the forget about two of them. I already <laughs> forgot about them. Um, but, you know, what I find fascinating about this is that you got a three-point spread and an incredibly high over-under, right? You know, yeah. 50 and a half points, and three is basically a pick em. You know, that's like telling you the team's getting the home advantage, but they like the Chargers to stay competitive. And Bengals have been exceptionally good, but they also have that letdown factor. You know what I mean? Like, when everybody's like, oh, they just came off the Steelers, kicked their butt, they should cruise. Yeah, they lost to the Jets. That was weird. So, I don't know. I, I don't love... The Bengals here, um, because I feel like whenever the direction is pointing up, 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 and everybody's taking them super seriously, and you know they're going to be the champs, da da da. There's like a little regression there, you know. Well, there's a lot of things about this matchup that I like for the Bengals. I think that the weather in Cincinnati, which will probably be bad, is not great for a Southern California team. Right. Uh, they're coming east for a one o'clock start, so their body clock is going to be off, off, right? Um, Herbert has not looked great. Go in downtown Cincinnati to party, so they <laughs> don't have to worry about that. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, uh, Herbert has not looked great to me. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his ability, but boy, last week he was not flashing that ability. Nope. Also, think that the Bengals will be able to run the ball against this Chargers team, which has not shown that they could stop the run. Yep. With all that said, I haven't fired away on the Bengals yet. Yep. Um, just kind of feel like this number is pretty right. I, I you know, I, I don't think it's just home field though. I, I will say that with the the Chargers are sort of a better road team anyway, and I don't know that the Bengals have three points Playing on the road every advantage. game. Yeah, right. So, you know, I, I think this line is telling me that the market thinks the Bengals are better than the Chargers. Yeah. Do I believe that? I don't know. I might. You know what I like? And, and, that's, and I just don't like the ma- – the, uh, there's too many things with the Chargers. Uh, it's a stay away. I like the under. 50 and a half, that's a high threshold. Bad weather, all those factors, yeah. one team coming in. Uh, yeah, you're right. And, and if the Bengals have their way, they will run Mixon down the Chargers. Yeah, abso- if they, uh, absolutely. And they've been doing it week in and week out now. No, so I, I feel like that's my – that's what I'm looking at. I don't like that number. Uh, all right, let's go to Minnesota and Detroit, another Sunday game. Uh, this game in Detroit for the Lions, which just, ugh, I mean, dude, when Josh Reynolds is your number one threat on offense and he comes out of nowhere to be a house of fire, you know things are bad. You know yeah, what I mean? Things dude, are can't bad. stick things on a single bad. team. He can't make the Tennessee Titans who have, like, you know. When it's December Steve and in the, bo- in the standings there's a zero beginning. 
and it's December. Yeah, we're almost There's done here, no folks. To look, guys. About to wrap it up. Um, These guys are still waiting to bring to it on in for and, the dude. And, and, and I mean, how, how, when you have that rah-rah spirit. Hope you got how, to celebrate that tie, guys. Yeah, how, how long? I, I really don't like the Lions in this spot. No, the, and the Vikings need it. This is their season. They can't even fathom. Yeah, I don't know that I'll bet the Vikings minus seven. I might. I don't know that I will. Again, an but under I that definitely I like. am leaning towards the Vikings. I got here. 47 on a couple sites. I like the under here. Yeah, well, the Lions they can run it if they you know if they get their way they'll do it on the ground. So let's hope they do because we are starting their running back now. He is taking over as our number one for Christian McCaffrey. So long live long Jamal Williams. <laughs> Uh, Giants, Dolphins, uh, this is how much I could say about this. The neck is at quarterback because their actual quarterback hurt his neck, which I find funny. Um, and <laughs> number two, this is a 40-point over-under, Nick, which tells me stay away. This is going right, to stink. So I, you give me the neck, I'm going to bet against him. Oh, yeah. I love the <laughs> Dolphins. But I just don't like laying four with this. such a low over-under. And, and, and the fact that I even like the under. So, like, I'm laying four. I like the under. I like the first half under. I don't like the neck. I'm going with that the That guy's still playing football. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's do If the Dolphins squeak into the playoffs, man, they will have done it with, like. What is their record? They've won, like, five in a row. What are you talking about? Look at the Dolphins' last five games. They're playing absolute garbage teams, and they lost to Jacksonville in the mix of this. But they're winning football games. I mean. Yeah. They're five and seven. Right. How are they going to make the playoffs at five and seven? Well, look at the, the AFC seven and four, and the Patriots are eight and four. Okay, so you got one. You've got one. Chiefs are seven and four. Chargers are six and five. Raiders are six and five. Broncos are six and five. Ravens are eight and three. Bengals are seven and four. Steelers are five and five. All right, so Browns Steelers are, are not six ma- and six. Steelers are in a free fall. Titans are eight and four. Colts are six and six. They don't really have a chance. There's three wild. There's three wild card teams, right? They're a horrible team. They're not better than any of those teams that I just mentioned. I, I, I'm not. I'm just saying their season is not over. I'm not saying I it's likely say for them. Over, but I'm saying they're a five and seven team. That if you look at their, uh, let, right, let, is there a path? Give them a win at the Giants. They got the Jets. Okay. Okay. They could win that game. All right. They so the that same. gets them to seven and seven. All right. So at five hundred. I don't think they're going to beat the Jets, but okay. But I can right. say I can see where you they, – they almost didn't beat the Jets the last time they played. Then they got the Saints. They're not winning At the that Saints. game. Then they got the Titans. They're not winning that game. Then they got the Patriots. They're not winning that game. So if they get the seven wins – the pa- If the Patriots lock it up, that could be a nothing. Eh, all right. Well, I'm not, listen, I'm not putting money on that go, they made the playoffs. Go, go, make, a bet, go make your <laughs> bet if you want, but I, I'll bet Dolphins don't make the playoffs all day long as anybody wants to take it. Let's move on to the Jets and Eagles, the Joe Flacco revenge game, Nick. Uh, I'm just kidding. There's no such thing. Um, you know, Zach Wilson looked reasonable last week. I don't know what to say. You know, they beat the Texans. I was surprised about that. We were kind of on the Texans for having a much better game. They were not good, but they were not bad. And they're doing it with pretty much nothing from a weaponry standpoint because outside of Elijah Moore, they didn't have Corey Davis. They didn't have Michael Carter. It was the only two really explosive players they got. Uh, they're not going to have Keelan Cole this week, who's been re- remarkably uh, solid for them. So I don't know. I mean, I would never bet the Jets to save my life, but the Eagles look terrible. Well, I had the Jets this week, and I will say I have missed the Eagles all week, all year. I just don't know with this team. But I would say at minus 6.5, I would – 
go towards the Eagles. I probably wouldn't lay the full seven, but the Eagles are playing in New York two weeks in a row, so they just made this trip. They played terrible last week. I expect them to rebound. come in very focused, very rebound. And if you're ever going to find an overrated Jets team, it's yeah, Jets team after a win. Gardner Minshew at quarterback. Is that worse? I don't know, but I mean, you I don't, don't know what that is. I don't that's know that a, it's that's worse. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what that is. Uh, well, I think Hurts plays, and at minus six and a half, I would say I probably like Hurts and the Eagles at minus six and a half. Fair enough. Uh, Austin Walter, if you could get him, folks, lead back of the New York Jets right now. Even though Tevin Coleman's going to get all that work, Walter is a sparky little. But like, do you think the Jets dude. are fat and happy after a win? Like, they just won a game. Like, don't you get the sense that there's a fat and happy after a Zach win Wilson when you're the Jets? As, as a, I, think I think everybody on that team recognizes that their job is on the line. They have a five-week <laughs> audition to see if they have a job next year in the NFL. All right. So, you know, there's like – how many guys on the Jets roster guaranteed a space on the Jets roster next year? Not that many. Okay. So, I think everybody's still playing focused. And people like Robert Sala. There's, I, did you hear the story about Brian Kelly and Robert Sala? Yes. Oh, my and God. And Matt LaFleur. And Matt LaFleur. <laughs> yeah. Is that the most incredible story? You've ever, like, I was like, oh, my God. I'd be humiliated uh, yeah. if I were that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you didn't like it. <laughs> like that guy now. Uh, for those, Google it for those who don't know. Uh, Indy Houston, Nick, another huge spread here. Nine and a half, tens, and an over-under that's – Approaching 45 to 46 points. What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I, if anything, I see the minus nine and a half with the Colts. I'd probably lay it here, but it's a big number. Oh, I see a minus nine. I mean, I don't know. I got the, the Texans are doing nothing for me. So right. if you feel like laying the points, I'm okay with it. I don't know. I really don't have much yeah, other than that. It's, uh, it's not a game I like. I, I don't really want to do that. It would be something where I would be very comfortable teasing this down. And taking Indy uh, to win, but not you know. All right, excellent that kind of spread. So excellent maybe then. your teaser of the week. There you go. Find a, a partner here. Well, it's it's funny you say that because I already. If you look at my teaser of the week, you see <laughs> it was when, but it was eight. It was eight and a half, and I teased it down to two and a half. So there you go. So now, if you see the nine, you, you kind of got to get it under. You know, in order to pay the extra for the two, it's got to be at two and a half. Yeah. So I wouldn't tease. Maybe if you do a seven point on the nine and a half, or if you yep. can get you know six and a half on the nine, or find an eight and a half if it gets there. But I'm with you 100% on that teaser. That was my teaser of the week. All right, that was Nick's teaser of the week. Let's move on to Washington football team versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Something that if I had said ten years ago, you'd think I was a very <laughs> weird human being for multiple reasons. But this is the start of the Sunday four o'clock slate. Um, Washington football team still very much alive. Now, that is a team that is in the playoff hunt legitimately. Oh, yeah. In a very weak NFC. Yeah, because if the Cowboys just free fall. Well, plus the whole NFC East plays each other. Right, so the football team controls their own destiny. Right. In other words, if they went out, they they play Dallas twice. twice, So they would have the tiebreaker. That's why I think this is very interesting. Whereas, you know, the Dolphins do, yes, they got to play the Jets, but playing the Patriots is not like a, you know, that's not a team that's beaten them. So Washington football team, I think, legitimately does have a chance to sneak in here and I think could pose a real problem to the Cowboys uh, and Eagles. It's, it's, they're, they're a team that has something to them. I just don't know exactly what it is. Uh, I agree with that. I don't know what it is. And <laughs> I don't like them here. And if I can lay less than a field goal with the Raiders coming off. So football team on a short week. Love traveling that. to Vegas. Love that. Right now, I've got Vegas with 
a few extra days after the holiday game. They are missing some weapons. So that hurts. They are, but they do have Deshaun Jackson, who seems yeah, to yeah, have a little. done well, and they put up 30-something on the they Cowboys. Did. They did. So I, I do like the Raiders' offense in this game to, to get points. So hey, at minus 2.5, it's a, it's a play for me. I, I am in on the Raiders here. All right, let's move on to the Rams and the Jacksonville Jaguars, the biggest spread of the week, 13 points. Um, you know, Jags, man, have been tough against quarterbacks. I don't think people realize how well they have done against opposing team quarterbacks and how, how poor the performances have been against them. Like, think back to the Josh Allen game. They won 9-6. Well, that, that stands out. Yeah, but go look at the rest they of They played Baker Mayfield, I remember. Yeah, but he's got uh, – all right, so I, I got the games up. <clears throat> you know, the Buffalo 9-6 game. Indianapolis was a loss, but 23-17. Carson Wentz didn't do anything in that game. Huh. Uh, 30-10 against San Francisco, but remember there were two defensive scores. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo certainly didn't have a crazy performance. And last week, a 21-14 loss to Atlanta. Matt Ryan didn't really put up uh, big numbers in that game either. So it's they, they have not been terrible against But their offense teams. has been terrible. Their offense is awful. And it hurts them even more because a lot of times they're turning the ball over and putting themselves in rough field position. Because right, here's my concern with taking the Jags and the points. Okay. What is Matt Stafford good at? Throwing. No. Beating bad teams. He is, but again, and like, putting you know, and putting a whooping on him. I, I mean, I think all of their wins this year, their just offense hasn't looked have the same come against. Recently. Right, and that's what you know. So I'm not saying I want to lay it with them either, but I don't. My instinct wasn't to take the Jags here. I do think maybe we look at team total under for the Jags. Yes. So this way, if I'm good with that, for know, sure. I, I do not feel good about a high offense, right, uh, Jaguars output, even but, if this game is close, no matter what. Right, because they are going against a better defense than they've seen. Like, let's see, you know, Atlanta's defense, how many points did they put up against Atlanta's defense? 14? 14. Yeah, so let's go team total under on the Jags. Yeah, it's a high over under 48, so. Yeah, so we should be able to get, like, you know, I don't know, 16 and a half or something like that, yeah. right? Let's do uh, Pittsburgh-Baltimore. This is a really interesting game. Obviously, anytime these two teams play, uh, it's interesting. Uh, but you've got really just an incredible division. You know, very tight division. Everybody's competitive. Nobody really knows what ends up. And these games are critical. Well, this is one of those rivalries that maybe the best rivalry in the NFL. One of them. And you feel like every time you see the line, it's the home team is minus three. Yeah, but this is I got four and a half all over the place. Four but the half, home four. team is plus. Plus. So you're telling me that's about seven points of difference. It is. So although I think the whole world is out on the Steelers and I might be out on them too, uh, it's too much to not take the four and a half in a, in a game like this with two teams that just know each other so well. And it's not like uh, Lamar Jackson looks great or anything. I mean, no. Did you watch that Cleveland game? It wouldn't surprise me at all if this was a low-scoring, brutal, bully game that ended with a three-point Ravens win. Yep. Like, I mean, that's just so sign me up for the Steelers exactly at plus right. four and a half. All right, let's do San Francisco and Seattle. Uh, you know, I'm seeing three and a half point spreads here, uh, but obviously the Debo Samuel factor is a, is a major concern Absolutely. here. Absolutely. he was a major component of their offense, and I think... Would you see he say he's the number one weapon or Kittle? No, yeah, I think Debo's now... Now the number one, one right. Yeah. So they just lost their number one. Yeah. Um, so, you know... Seattle's looked terrible. Russell Wilson's looked terrible. DK Metcalf has looked terrible. So I don't know what to make of this game, but I, I 
I don't like it. I don't want to be anywhere near it. I'm seeing 46 to 45 as over-unders, and, you know, Seattle's getting three and a half. I just don't like this game. I don't, I don't really know what to make well, of it. Well, I would have jumped all over this plus three and a half. The only thing that's keeping me off of it is did the Seahawks just go through, um, you know, that where they lost the game and it's their, their season's over type, you know. We call it the dream killer. Well, did they just go through the dream killer last week? But this is it. If, if they don't have a hope of this, <laughs> they can't crawl out of a division loss here. They're done. Oh, they're 100% they're done. So if they lose this. My question is, I think they're already this. done. Right, but you might be able to get them mentally aware enough to say, folks, we could still have a shot, but this is it. If you don't do this, and this, this is it. Yeah, and I just and think the whole Pete Carroll, the Adrian whole Russell. Peterson, so you know Russell that's going to do thing. I, I don't know. I, I, it, you know, if it comes down to it, I'll take the Seahawks and the points, but I, I do worry that the Seahawks have already written the season off where the 49ers are ascending. I think they're going to be a totally different team next year. I think you might not have Carroll or Russ. All right. So, all right, let's move on to the Sunday night game, Denver-Kansas City. Uh, huge spread for a Sunday night division game, and, and I'm just all over Denver uh, because of I love. I, I just – the only reason I haven't bet it is because it's at 9.5. I want that 10. I want the 10. And, and, and I think the public likes the Chiefs more than the Broncos, yep. so I'll probably sit around until Sunday night. I hope I see 10, 10 and a half, something like that. But I'm going Broncos. Absolutely. Like the division Denver game. over. They're getting a really low Denver team over here. I think okay. I like the Denver team over, too. All right. All right, let's move on to the Monday night game. Last one of the slate, New England-Buffalo. This is for all the marbles in the N- or the AFC East, I should say. You know, look, folks, I'm just going to give you a piece of advice here. If you're ever betting and one of the people you're betting for or against is named Belichick, you bet for him. Yeah, don't bet against, against Belichick. That's don't for bet sure. against him. Okay, three point spread, road dogs getting the three points. On um, they're getting three points, and they're just sitting there at the top of the AFC, thinking to themselves. Well, Bill Belichick is the greatest mind to ever be involved all in this sport. All we gotta do is make and this, this guy is the team that he's been living hell for the next. Four you know, gunning for all we got season. This division. So I'll I could almost argue that day. this home field advantage is going to work against the Bills. Yep, I because agree. you got a team who doesn't run the football in bad weather, and then you have a team coming in that all they want to do is run, run the, the football, football and take the football away and from throw your ten to eight yard passes that just crush so, you. So yeah, Bills at home minus three. No, thank you. I'll nope. take the Pats and, and the field goal. All day long. All right, folks, that's it for week 13 of the Atlantic City Fantasy Sports Podcast. This has been the Atlantic City Fantasy Sports Podcast. Visit us online at acfantasysports.com for more information. Atlantic City Fantasy Sports is part of the live network.